0: Listen up or run for cover dropping knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. The, the, the real Bradley is dropping bombs. what it is. Bradley back again with another episode of dropping bombs today in the studio, folks. I got a couple of real entrepreneurs right in front of me. Factual with evidence. Bearing evidence. That's right. right? That's right. Adam Reese and Pete Fournier. Yes, is sir. it Fournier? Yeah,
1: it's Fournier. 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 Very and impressive. I knew I wasn't saying it right. It took me a while. Yeah. It's
0: not a beignette, it's a beignet. Mm, right. And that's Fournier. Filet mignon. That's right. And and you're Adam Reese, not like a Reese's peanut butter cup because that's it's R E E S.
2: That is correct. Grew up right outside of Hershey though. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Interesting, right?
0: So let me ask you guys a question. What are you doing in town?
2: So we are currently here looking at some venues here to talk to you. Uh, we have a light speed uh, for our company, IFG. Um, we've been out here several times before, and we're out here planning a huge event that we're going to talk about today
1: for our new company.
0: What, what kind of event?
1: Big, mastermind, huge event. No, we're, uh, we're planning an event for entrepreneurs in the insurance space, real estate space, and mortgage space.
0: Entrepreneurs or agents?
1: Agents. Well, well you could call me the either difference? one, you know. What's the difference, kids? Well it,
2: there's there, there really isn't a difference. Part of uh you know, we always teach our people at Innovative Financial Group that they're not just agents, right? Uh they're ten ninety nine, business owners, they're hey, entrepreneurs. Hey. I didn't
0: know said that was a bomb, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a you was was. don't have your headphones on, yeah. No. Right? No, but bomb. it's true. I
2: mean, they, they we and we teach people how to build their own company. I mean, essentially, an innovative financial group started out with four people who just you know were young guys who were you know wanting to start out a a, a company essentially, and it's blown up to where we are today. So we try to instill that in every single agent that works with us.
0: Well, you're doing a good job, yeah. Pete. You work with them. I do. I do. See, see, so folks, if you don't know who these guys are, you better go check them out. Right at Pete J. Fournier. Peter J. Oh, Peter J. Yeah, Peter J. I don't have my readers on. That's, That's
2: all right. right. <laughs> What's yours? At Adam Reese23.
0: At Adam Reese twenty three, go check these dudes out now. Ifg, if you don't know, you probably know Ifg by now. And if you don't, big old company, insurance. What, what would you say? What kind of company is Ifg? Innovative or, Financial Group. Yes, they, yeah, sell, they sell insurance. Group.
2: Yep, yeah, uh, we sell uh, every type of insurance. We've uh, do, basically become a one stop shop. So whether it's for PNC, which is your homeowners, your car, uh, life insurance, uh, we do financial planning, retirement, four hundred one ks. And
0: originally, you and a couple other dudes got together and started it from scratch.
2: Yeah, it's a cool story. Um, Actually, my brother was the first one who got into the industry. I owned a a marketing company and did marketing for quite some time. I was comfortable. And him and two of our uh, high school friends that we grew up with, my mom actually changed their diapers, Josh Benson and Ryan Strathmeyer. Where would you grow up? uh, Right outside uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, Yep, small town called Dillsburg. And uh, long story short, my brother was an insurance agent working for a mom-and-pop shop in central Pennsylvania and kind of got tired of, you know, the way they were doing business and wanted to do something different so he uh real long story short kind of you know got josh ryan and then eventually myself uh we all got licensed and we all started off as individual agents um and just writing business on our own and knocking slowly on doors knocking doors yep yeah, you had with no clients, experience none not in the insurance industry, who were you no. who
0: were you selling for
2: uh we were selling for uh, what used to be an innovative insurance brokers did they have, um,
0: did they have any training for you
2: they didn't. And, you know, that's a funny thing. We look back now, now that we have Lightspeed, which is one of the, you know, obviously the most interactive training platform out there. At the time, if we would have had that, we probably would have gone from zero to 200 million instead of six years, probably three years. Um, hey, well, but, thanks for know. the
0: plug. Yeah, and, I, yeah, like, and, I, and I happen to agree. However, yeah. however, you didn't, though. You did it the hard way.
2: We had to. We didn't have a choice. We didn't really know what was up from down. Uh, we, you know, literally started. You learned
0: everything the hard way by making mistakes and doing it right.
2: You know, it's funny because if somebody asked me just a few weeks ago about how, what I felt like our kids key to success was because we really we didn't know anything about anything and it, and it was just relationships the one thing we were really really good at was we knew what we didn't want to be um, and we knew that if we developed relationships with each individual person that we worked with it would happen and we mm. didn't think it was going to happen this fast but it did
0: mm. now the question is, is if anybody doesn't agree with that they're kind of stupid the question is, is how did you do it because every company would wish they could do that right well 100... that's like that you know what you just created there i believe Jay, you'd probably recommend that, that that's almost a culture you've created.
2: I'm glad you said that word, because I talk about that all the time, whether you know, and, and it's and one of the reasons why uh, we had so much success is because we surrounded ourselves with guys like Pete, uh one of the you know leading industries. The cool thing about our group too is we're all young, right? I'm the oldest one out of all of us and I'm thirty eight. So Dude, I got um, underwear older than yeah, you. Yeah, there, you go. Should, there been, you go. I've been yeah. drunk longer than that. Right right but when you surround yourself with the right people but you really develop that culture going back to what I was saying is I always tell people culture is 95% of why we've had so much success and people always say you know what the hell does that even mean um But if you can develop relationships with agents and then put – one of the things I talk to our leadership team about all the time is if we can put the goals of the individual agents that we work with ahead of the companies, we're going to win. I always say I don't give a shit what our goals are as a company, um, but if I can help you achieve your goal working with us, then ultimately everything that IFG wants to accomplish – It's going to organically happen, and it's true. It's bared fruit. I mean, that's if you would have told us six years ago we'd be a $200 million company today, I would probably call you a liar. Um, I knew we were going to be successful. I had no doubt. I'm very confident in who we are and what we do. But the reason why we had that success is simply because we put our, you know, we focus on helping each individual achieve their goal, whether it's buying a house, uh, sending their kids to college, or maybe it's building an organization just like IFG and helping them
0: grow that. Boom. See? Look at that. And then Pete? yes sir would you believe that
1: I do that's why I joined the organization
0: are you as as polished as Adam oh
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) I try to be try to be Um, yeah 100% I believe that that's why I aligned with them Um, I mean they've found me on social media, yeah. essentially, and I was pretty happy doing my own thing. For when,
0: a- when, when he was kicking ass in the industry, did you guys say, hey, man, we got to go get paid?
2: That's exactly what happened. I remember we were sitting. So I, I part of what I do for the company is I'm the quote-unquote face of the company. So I'm on social media constantly. And uh, about a year and a half ago, we, my brother and I kind of were talking. We're like, <laughs> See,
0: so, and by the way, sorry, sorry, Pete, didn't mean to stomp on your story. I thought I was going to ask a quick question and you'd, you would proceed. But now after him, sorry. I want to hear more about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I tend to do. I no, talk a no. Lot go ahead, dude. I, I interrupt everybody Steamrolls. so much. People, people guy, yeah. make comments on my. On my posts and shit, like, dude, let them talk. about it. All right, All <laughs> I,
2: right uh, go, uh, ahead. Uh, go ahead, go ahead,
0: talk no, already. Work
2: on that, but Pete's very
1: patient. No, you're I good.
2: That. Uh, no, but we basically said, hey, listen, you know, we want to work with other individuals who kind of share not just the same, you know, ideas that we do, but that are young, that are exciting. That social media is where it's at. And, and he, he was is out is there kicking huge, ass, oh, killing it. He's a huge without probably, you guys. Probably, and I'm not just saying this because he's my friend and he's sitting next to me, but it's true. If you look up Pete, he's the probably the number one insurance, um, you know, trainer, insurance, uh, you know, face in the industry and we said call them in and the rest is appreciate that and so
0: (laughs) so you were out there just already smoking it up and then these guys said "Man, we got to have this this is like tom brady for you guys
1: yeah at ifg was doing my own thing for a while and uh i mean insurance in general like some of the other you know 1099 jobs for lack of a better term out there that you can get are is recruiting focused right so i get hit up daily with recruiting posts emails texts whatever and uh i took actually um adam and his brother tyler's call yeah. um and they were like listen fly in see what we're all about like no pressure you know we just want to talk to you for like a day or two and, and they that was dazzle it. Dazzle boom fell into the trap did but,
0: they send a jet or no remember
1: that you did yeah adam picked me up for the so cool Did anybody send
0: a jet or no no, no, no. Oh, see, no. They send Adam in like an escalator. See, we ain't Tom Brady then yet. Are yeah. you? <laughs> not yet. He's getting there. Yeah. I know, but 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 like, dude, it would be cool if like you really want to hire somebody. Just send a like, jet. hey, can you come visit me in Vegas? They'd be like, uh, you know, I don't know, the jet'll be there in an send hour. Send a light yeah. speed of air. So dude, would not just be badass. Ask for the jet. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. that's you establishing. Okay, it's a real deal if if you can send me a jet. Yeah. Right. That'd be awesome. But
1: they did pick me up in an Escalade from a uh, little ILM airport. If All anybody's right. been that's to Wilmington, it's a little little tiny thing. And uh, Adam did run the stop sign yeah. like the first seconds. How long ago was seconds. this? Uh, May, June. Oh, recent. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And, so, and so you guys are joining forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's,
1: yeah. That's what we've done. I mean,
2: then and, and, you know, with Pete and he's obviously our president, but with uh, just a lot of the individuals that we brought in over the last couple of years, it's just, you know, finding talent, bring them in and let them do what they do.
0: Well, then there's really two stories here. It's crazy. Like if this were Lightspeed and this was an interactive uh, uh, podcast, I could say, okay, audience, mm-hmm. pick who you want to talk about. <laughs> you know, you want to talk about Pete, you know, how he was out there kicking ass, is training all these different companies and how he, be, you know, got successful. Or do you want to talk about Adam's rise to fame? Should figure which, that out. Which, yeah. or, or, huh? Or both.
1: <laughs> Should figure out how to do that. That'd be cool. On, like, via or in podcast. Lightspeed,
0: I figured it yeah. out, but not on a podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, but it makes me want to talk about both of them only because. So you and your brother yep. and a couple people started this company, got big. Then right. he. You didn't know. He was out there already doing insurance stuff and kicking ass. And then you, you had a training company, a consulting company.
1: Yeah, so I, um, I technically wrote the book on selling life insurance. So I wrote a playbook on basically took my best year in the industry and broke it down like – as finite as I possibly down to could.
0: the detail, Everything. like like what uh, you do every day, your habits, your beliefs, yep.
1: your friends. I have a, a planner that I I developed for like exclusively for life insurance agents. Developed a playbook from soup to nuts. Like what, what kind first? of symbolism?
0: Hmm? Did you have a symbol of some kind?
1: Not. Re- I mean, I had sling it. I trademarked sling it because I used to say it in the field every day or to my agents, be like, you gotta sling that insurance. See, so basically, so,
0: what you did, you know what you did? Huh? You you built a culture. I did. Yeah, See, you guys built the culture. You built the culture. You two good cultures collide. What's that make? Yep. A a million
2: bomb.
0: two hundred agent. No, just yeah, right. exactly. It's right. like, next. Look, next. All I know, all I know is it's a good story on both sides. So, but 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 the IFG. Mm-hmm. Out of curiosity, yeah. you guys were making no money. No, what was what was right before IFG? You didn't have a bunch of money.
2: No, no. I mean, I, like I said, I was in marketing. My brother was an insurance agent. He did very well as an agent. Uh, very, very well. Like, what's um, that mean? Uh, he made about anywhere between 200000 to 250000 a year
1: just selling insurance. That's with no team. Is that doing going, well yeah. as an insurance yeah. agent? That's, yeah, that's doing it's pretty, pretty well. pretty good. Yeah, that's doing pretty well. Depends on your comp structure. What people are paying you because the commissions,
0: folks. If you're wondering that in your place. own head, call Peter J. Fournier. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep, he'll tell you.
2: Yeah. Yep. So anyway, so yeah, like I said, and then he uh, the way that his uh, my brother's pay structure was set up, he was getting ripped off. I mean, essentially, the individuals he was working with, uh, they were you know taking a large portion of it. And he said, "Screw this, I want to do my own thing." And if you once you meet my brother, you'll realize he's one of the most like driven people you'll ever meet, and he. Said, F it, we're going to go out and we're going to do this." And then, like I said, it took him about a year to convince me to get into the insurance industry because I was comfortable, I was happy. Um, and
0: uh, was he succeeding
2: without you? Uh, he was, he was, he was succeeding. So you, he me. must
0: have exploded with you because you had the marketing expertise that you brought to the table. And,
2: and that's and that's the key piece, right? Is that you know he we all have our gifts. Uh, mine's marketing, branding. Um, you know, uh, you know being that face where Ty's a behind-the-scenes um, you know, builder. Uh, he just builds. And then Josh Benson and Ryan Strathmeyer, the other two owners, You know, they each play a role. And that's why we have success because none of us could do each other's jobs, but it works.
0: And you were all buddies, I bet.
2: Oh, best friends. Like I said, my mom changed their diapers when they were kids. So. Yeah, that's, that's, that's,
0: you know, yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Now, what were you doing before you started training? How'd you get in the biz?
1: I started in college, actually. So uh, I interned for uh, uh, two different companies. One no longer exists. And um, after I graduated school, I went to a, what we call them in the industry, a quote-unquote captive model. You're basically working for somebody else as a 1099. And then I branched out into the independent space at 23 and uh, did not have success the entire time. Uh, I tell my story all the time. I w- I was in like $48,000 of debt at 23 in like one month. So if you hire crappy agents in the insurance industry, um, they can roll up debt to you if they write bad business or whatever. So I had a team of 50 or 60 people and two of them were not so good. So uh, those guys, uh, it was like October of 2014, I think, uh, rolled up uh, almost $50,000 in debt. So I had to claw my way out of that before I got to, you know, Trainer Pete level. Absolutely. Trainer Pete. I'll bet you right now TrainerPete.com
0: is available. Ah, If I was you, I'd look it up right now. I know. I'd go daddy that right now.
2: Trainer (laughs) Pete. dude, that's As soon as
0: this drops, that's going to get famous. I used to think I was getting no listeners until someone showed me, but apparently we're reaching like millions and billions of people. And I'm like, and I'm yeah. like, that's Yeah, I've been cool. listening to you for So, as soon as ever. this bomb drops, yeah. dude, old trainer Pete's going to get scooped up. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. I'll buy it right now if you guys don't. <laughs> yeah. TrainerPete.com. You guys want that advice? Trainer Pete. Absolutely. Right right now, right now, uh, when you guys are out there rocking IFG every day, are you sitting there trying to think like cuz you guys have 6,000 basically independent 1099 agents or captive agents?
2: No, no. What kind we, okay, of agents? so that's like a bad word in the insurance. Why? Industry, what's captive,
0: captive mean? Like so captive I know it means you can't go anywhere, but what does that mean? Like if I'm a captive for New York Life, I can only sell New York Life.
2: Correct, and you don't necessarily own your book of business. So one of the reasons. Oh heavens, own, no! Yeah. Now,
0: now, yeah. now. Again, I don't know the insurance business, nor have I ever been pitched it. Perfect. But I know a lot of people that have made a lot of money. Yep. Like a lot of money. Yep. That recurring revenue streams dandy, isn't that's where it? It's at.
2: That's why you do it.
0: Yeah. That's why you do hey. it. So. Listen, right now, people always ask me, "What am I up to?" I say, "Whatever it is, it's recurring yep. and it's scalable." Amen. They're like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "You won't catch me doing anything that isn't recurring or scalable." Yep. Period. Yeah, you know absolutely. that's the new yep. cool or whatever you want to call it, Yeah, yeah. Huh?
1: Yep. absolutely. Otherwise, so, there's no way to get off the hamster wheel. Yeah. Well, not only
0: that, but like let's just say IFG decided, you know, we're done. We're done growing and serving. We're just going to serve the policies we got thanks everyone (laughs) you guys are just set (laughs) it's not happening but yeah yeah, but 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 that but 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 that but that is possible that's real for you guys that's what's cool but instead it's like let's grow let's start showing other people how to grow let's start showing other people that might be out there doing backbreaking work or or just flat not winning financially at least right how to win financially, because you guys can pretty much teach anyone how to kick ass, can't you? Yep,
2: yep. That's what we do. And, I mean, that's ultimately, at the end of the day, as a IMO, it's, that's what they call us in the insurance industry, uh, independent marketing organization. That's basically what we do is not just teach people how to sell insurance, but how to build a business, like, you know, a residual business, residual income, so ultimately that, you know, they can do what we're doing,
0: you know? See, folks, you better be paying attention out there. Everyone <laughs> always says, you know, Hey, I say, why do you listen to Dropping Bombs? They're like, dude, you talk about all kinds of crap. Dude, listen to this. Listen to what I'm saying. You better stop the truck and get pulled over. Where are they supposed, where are they supposed <laughs> that's to
1: go? Right. That's right. Well, that's C-I-F-G. because, like, damn, .com. dude, listen.
0: Imagine you're out there. Now, you're not dumb, but you just have a, a hard job. Like, you know, sure. you, you, you ran low on money, so maybe you're doing some hard work or something. You're landscaping or, you know, you're digging ditches or you're, you know, flipping burgers or whatever the hell you're doing to get by. But you're pretty bright. Right. right. It sounds like you guys can show them how to make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, working the same amount of hours.
1: You need a pulse of personality and a willing willingness to learn. I would say, and that's about it. And we can teach the you team. the rest.
0: And you have taught people the rest. That's how you have six thousand thriving agents. Right? That's how you're making hundreds of millions of dollars now.
2: Absolutely, and I always tell people, listen, you know, I talk a lot about like transparency as a leader and things like that. But the truth of the matter is. Fourteen, fifteen years ago, and that we're going to go down a rabbit hole here. Fourteen, fifteen years ago, I was living in my car, uh, addicted to drugs, in and out of rehab. What and, drugs? Yep, yeah, uh, 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 you name it, I was doing it, man. I Which was, one I was mainly? Well. Cocaine was my drug. Yeah, choice. it was
0: a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was no, a good just one. Yeah,
2: It got me in a lot of trouble. My whole I do not advise
0: is, any drugs and alcohol, kids. Period. Please, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely hey, not. but I'm dead serious. Like people say, don't you drink? I'm like, Dude. yeah, I drink, but I don't always follow my own advice. But my advice is good every time. Right. So it's like I don't don't always follow it why well cuz maybe i'm a, a self saboteur in right. a way maybe i hate myself deep down who knows but like my advice to be <clears throat> good would be don't drink yep. don't do cocaine no definitely not bad. that and don't do drugs of any kind right that Absolutely. would be my advice would you guys concur or disagree do in you your in your experience
2: yeah i know i totally uh from experience would agree with that
0: one now do you regret Doing, Hell no. Don't, doing no, don't do it. No, no, it was fun. Yeah, no,
2: that... and not only that, <laughs> no, do you want See? me to lie? No, now we're. Oh, I was, gonna, <laughs> I was
0: gonna tell you to keep it real, dog, <laughs> yeah. because, dude, look, everybody's done some things, but. <laughs> What you regret is what matters. Like, how many times have, have people asked you? You know, would you regret anything? People say no, but you you might regret some things. There's people that do. I wouldn't regret freaking experiences because it's made who you are, give you the freaking resolve you have, the whole bit.
2: I tell you what, I do regret though, in, in all seriousness, is that the, what it, the effects that it had on other people that I cared about. Right? Mm. Like, you know, for it me, didn't it, it didn't matter. You know, this but... guy's like an
0: angel. Ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he's got all the perfect answers for everything. Holy smoly, <laughs> no. you been met no, yeah. him before. What's that? You've been interviewed before
2: many, many times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah many times. Um, but uh, no, in all seriousness, like that's that's what matters. But no, I don't regret any of that. Um I, I mean, just I remember like sitting in my car like thinking I was gonna die. Like, that was 15, 16 years ago. And now here we are talking to you. Like, that's cool as shit. Like, that's awesome. Man. Dude, that is awesome.
0: Only because, like, there might be people listening to this in that very same right. space you were in. Right. What would you tell them, that person?
2: First of all, you gotta take care of yourself. Uh, you know, you gotta realize that whatever it is that's going on in your life isn't who you are. That's not a definition of what you are. It's kind of a symptom of like all the things that, you know, have, you know, of your experiences. The second thing is everyone always says, how does it happen? It's hard work. That's it, man. Like, and I know that sounds so cliche and stupid, um, but it's true.
0: No one will outwork us. Now, now, Nobody. Now, may, yeah. I, may I respond a smidge Please. to the hard work you may. comment? Only because people, people that know me might say, I say, hard work is not all it takes. Yep. Yeah. Did you just say hard work is all it takes? Hard work with the right
2: team, yeah, absolutely. Is all it takes. No, not all. That's okay, that's a pretty good. broad. Okay, I was just clarifying. Yeah. Proceed. No, Proceed. I like that. I like that. No, hard work coupled with a lot it of do, other It factors. doesn't take
0: just hard work, otherwise the military would be rich. Okay, my dad would have been rich. There's a lot of hard work some bitches out there and coincidentally they're usually the brokest. Right. Go look at the hardest working people out there. They right. ain't rich, dude.
2: Right. But what I would also argue to that is that without the work ethic, it doesn't matter how smart you are or how uh, you know how many positions are presented to you. If you don't have that and you don't have that drive – listen, the thing that gets us up every morning – because like you said, we could like we, – we do well. We could walk away today, right? It's the competitive like, – like I can't imagine what it's like not to get up every morning and you know fly to five different cities and to you know, go speak to a bunch of people as I hit the mic. Um, <laughs> Like that's what drives me and I don't I think there is a work ethic that that's coupled with that that if you don't have it
0: Well there is there do. is I agree. Yeah. I didn't say don't work hard right, but right, I right. always I, I cuz I listen to a lot of gurus cuz right. number one I'm around a lot of them right. and number two you know, I, I read and research things, so right. I always hear people say hard work, hard work. So I always started looking, and it's like, damn, I've noticed that the hardest working people are the brokest people, true. Yeah. usually. So it's so like, what
2: do you say? What, what are the what are the?
0: Uh, so then I them? just start listening when people say, man, all you got to do is hard work. No, that's not all you have to do. If, if uh, that's not true, mm-hmm. because you you better do more than work hard, right? You better, like, learn and understand and grow and develop and stuff like that. So it's just, I wanted to make sure, because if my listeners heard me say, hard work ain't all it took, and then you come along and say, hard work's all you got to do. Ah, no, it ain't.
2: I shouldn't have said all. Yeah, not all.
0: Yeah, because, am I right?
2: 100%.
1: Yeah, it's it's only because I break
0: shit down. They call me literal Lee. I like that. Get it? It's like literal. Interesting. Now in the
1: absence of hard work, then you're done. Though you no, can't no, have no. all the talent in the world. Well, again, I, I could ar- I could
0: argue that I could argue that again. There's 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 some lazy rich people out there. True. Okay, but it, did they
1: start out that way?
0: No, no, no. But when we're talking about like you know what are the mandatory requirements? Like right. for example, to for long term success, all of these ingredients come into play. Mm-hmm. Sure, integrity, you know, right. et cetera, et cetera. Like <clears throat> at thirty, I. I cared about myself. Basically I wanted to get rich and then I accidentally helped someone make money and I'm like, dude, that was cool. So let me help other people make money. And I helped them by showing them how to close. And next thing you know, dude, I was making all kinds of money. But before that I could never really break the, let's say 400 grand ceiling, maybe 500, maybe one time, but I couldn't break that ceiling. And it was all, I think looking back, it was all because I cared about myself As soon as I said, man, let me help this person. Oh, I'm going to help that person. Hey, who wants to get help? I'm helping people. Then all of a sudden, boom, that's when I got to the seven figures. And then what really happened after that is now I'm running into people with bigger names than me. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I don't want to compete with all these fools. So I'll remove my name from the training space and just go let them train people better and make more money Mm -hmm. and a better way of doing it. So obviously, as you know, the story, they signed up and so now i'm making eight figures mm-hmm. and it's like hey wait a minute this is good yeah. so anyway i don't know where that was going but
1: it's cool all well, it's the same it's the same model as us we only make money if we can help our agents make money yeah. Yeah. otherwise the system doesn't work exactly. you know
0: well it now, does IFG still sell somebody else's policy, or does it have its own policy? Why, why aren't you big enough yet to have your oh, own
2: <laughs> You open a can of worms there. Yeah, no, actually, we are in the process of building out our own, not only like proprietary well, products. Well, once you start
0: making hundreds of millions, mm-hmm. you can insure things.
2: Right. You want to control the whole process yeah. from you know the agent the whole way into the product.
0: Yeah, so- you just hope a hurricane don't come. Yeah. Dang. Because it's funny, too, because, listen, I talk to a lot of different types of right. people, roofers, solar. You know they deal with insurance companies, insurance adjusters. So like you sell the policy mm-hmm. of let's say her company, yep. and then hurricane comes in, right? And now I need her to pay me for my roof for the two hundred bucks I've been giving you, yep. right? Yep. So now all of a sudden it's like, oh that roof's, you know, here you get a thousand bucks, but the roof's three thousand bucks. Then what happens? Right. Is that called gap insurance? Do we sell gap? If we don't sell gap, I want to invent that product right now. Yep. I'll I'll sell you a little piece of insurance that that i'll pay the difference between what the insurance company screws you out of and the adjuster says they need
1: Yep, like just that
0: gap insurance is there such a product
1: well there's one for cars right is there well
0: absolutely (laughs) but is there one for roofs sir for roofs? Yeah.
2: Um, I'm not – I don't know. Okay, I, I, see, I, mean, I don't see, think so. so not where's the, yeah. Tyler? Where's Adam? Know. Where's yep. the board? Yep. Let's go, people. Yep. Let's do it. We'll Dude, talk about why that can't you long. just
0: invent a product right now and go sell an insurance? We're in
2: the process of doing that, not only inventing a product you for need, the insurance, but we're also inventing a whole
0: brand new platform for insurance agents. Dude, I want to invent insurances. Do you know why? I know shit people would want to be insured. Right. Like, for example, um, the glass on this. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: I just broke mine last night. I know, yeah. but
0: would anybody like insurance on it? Well, mm-hmm. sure we would, but that's probably not insurable. Why? Because right. you're not going to make any money. Right. So so you take the actuaries or whatever they're yep. called. What are they called? Actuaries. Yep. Yeah, you take all the people that the insurance companies have at their disposal, probably your disposal. You bring them into a room and let's freaking invent some shit. Let's do it. Yeah. Do I think it. that's the way to go because that's now it. now everybody in the world has insurance and it's your insurance. But now New York Life's selling your insurance. Right. Yep. Yep, I G insurance. Well, what does it insure? I don't know. Let's figure it out. Yeah, what's it worth? I don't know. What do we want? Hundred bucks? So you back into a product. You see what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Yeah. Most, no, most people don't do that. They they they, they build the product. And say, hey, let's go figure out how to sell that. We'll figure out what sells and then build that. Yeah. Like what's what, why are you doing it backwards? Right.
2: Yep. Well, yeah. I was going to say figuring out what the need is. So, like in life insurance, a lot of people are unprotectable, meaning that they. Due to certain health conditions, due to certain econo- economic, economical conditions, they they aren't able to get covered. So one of the things is we've built out products is we want to look at those markets and say, okay, you know, how can we make sure that those people are getting coverage that makes sense for them and their families? And that's what we've been doing, along partnering with other you know insurance companies, but also then ultimately having an innovative product that's exclusive just to us, uh, that's just ours, and then you know that's where we're
0: at. now. I'm talking about little things like you know, get your kid a car guaranteed program. So, so like you pay X amount of dollars and when your kid's born, you put X amount away and you get the, your whole
2: life policy say, for that, Brad. That we we can talk about that after. That. We have policies for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm saying is, Oh, there's policies there that'll that will do yep. that. Yep. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. You, you yeah. just use it for a car. It's not for a car.
2: Right. You can use it for whatever you.
0: you want. See, I don't know the industry. Yeah. If yeah. I did, I'd have, I'd have been a competitor oh, yeah, to mean? old Peter J. <laughs> well, smooth over there. Yeah. So when you started selling insurance, you were just rolling up, just being friendly and making buds.
1: Yeah. Selling like $10 a month term policies to my fraternity brothers. Like yeah. I knew nothing. Yeah. But after
0: a while, they add up. Yep. Yep. Next thing you know, you're what you call comfy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, then you can get a little more entrepreneurial. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's easy to be entrepreneurial when you got a bucket of money, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's a lot easier. But it's, and it's more con- fun too, yeah. isn't it? It was it the the same same concept more fun as what you were saying too. Like I reached a certain threshold of you, you get butt up against the ceiling, and if I didn't train other people how to make money either under me or like even outside of my organization, there's there's nowhere else to go.
0: Yeah, you would have you been know? stuck. Yeah. So you so it happened to you too. You were worried about you. Yep. And then all of a sudden you realize, shit, yeah, it's about them. Yeah. Well, that's the lesson to learn. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And that's how you're building your big old fancy business is, mm-hmm. is you're is your caring about the, the the partner, the agent, the employee, but not employee, the yep. team member yep. more than you are yourselves. And obviously when you do that, everything happens good. Of course, there's still challenges. What kind of challenges did you guys face along the way?
2: Go for it. You want to go?
0: Well, he wasn't there. You just met him in May. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I didn't know if you were talking. I mean, we faced a lot of challenges. One of the main challenges, especially early on as we grew, was there was a lot of organizations in the insurance industry is probably a lot like most industries where you have the old heads, right? The people who've the been old in the industry heads. for like the old I gray remember.
0: guys with overgrown eyebrows,
2: right? And they see a bunch of guys in their early thirties, you know, kind of disrupting the industry and disrupting how things are going. And at times, we weren't the most, you know friendly group we were very competitive so we want to go after and we want to the be, old heads
0: right the old heads and when we <laughs> this started, sounds like a movie yeah, no, right? <laughs> dude, literally start, a, start yeah, writing good. a movie I you guys are looking it, yeah. to invest in shit by yeah. the way right let's do it see yep. folks if you're in the bomb squad i don't even know how to set this up but what we should say like i'll get you a, sh- a whole shark tank thing going like shit yeah. you guys they're like making so much money they're like damn maybe we should just start <laughs> angel investing and i'm like dude I'll, I'll bring people together here in las vegas for one weekend yep. and you come in here it might cost you five ten grand
1: mm-hmm. and
0: again i'm not saying this i'm just right. like saying it right but not it's this isn't an announcement kids it's an idea yeah so you, you put them in and then people show up and then you guys sit there with the panel and listen to everybody's idea for the weekend but so. the first day we'll teach them how to pitch you so you guys aren't wasting your time exactly. you're getting to the brass tacks so day one is training on how to pitch the richies yep and then the next days we'll, we'll move the curtain and there'll be a line of Richie's that can make your dreams come true financially for your business. You don't think I could promote the shit out of that? Yes or no? Absolutely. What's the budget? What's the budget, sir? What's the budget, sir?
2: Brad said he was going to fund it. Uh, well, they going to – Hey, let's do
0: it. No, let's do it.
2: No, 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 it's awesome. I love it. I, I think that uh, I just know that I just happen.
0: know that that would be a wonderful thing. Why? Well, again, you're bringing together two different parties that need each other. That's called symbiotic relationship. Yep. There's people out there with great ideas, no money. Okay. You guys had a great idea and got a ton of money, and now you're willing to maybe accelerate. Because a lot of these people, they're going to make it anyway. Yep, sure. They're just going to do it the hard way. We ain't, mm-hmm. ain't going to hear about them for nine more years. Right. Where a guy like you or your team that's done well, now you can go, hey, let's pick and choose which ones we think are going to be big, and that's how you really scale your money. Because, you know, like Ashton Kutcher, dude, yeah. he freaking invested in I forget what. But he's got a little bit of everything. Yep. Like, dude, that's Ash and Kushner's company. It's like, son of a bitch, dude. Who was telling him what to buy because they did a good job? Right. Yeah. So so at the end of the day, like, what's the up and coming things? Well, dude, if you got dough and you can parade it, mm-hmm. you know, you can parade people through there asking you politely for X amount. Yep. And all you're trying to say is, look, I'll listen to you, which is rare. Right. Dude, I'll sell that venue. Yep. Pete, me and you, we'll go sell that venue. Hell yeah. But, but listen. As long as it's all legit. And listen, you you say the right shit, dude. Someone might hand you a million-dollar check, half-million-dollar check, quarter-million-dollar check, $50,000 check. It's real-life motherfucking Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Damn, absolutely. Last dude, I'll long arrange long. that if you guys so choose. However, we have, to, we have to arrange. Like, you know when they go on Shark Tank, the real Shark Tank? I've read their contracts. You right. can Google them. Like, the show gets a piece, mm-hmm. like, no matter what. Yeah okay so i 'd be the show right mm-hmm.
2: that works, that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, last year alone, uh, my brother uh, in the company uh invested about ten million dollars within the insurance industry, so I mean we love that idea because we want to we want to expand our our presence outside the insurance industry, mm. so to bring it in and I think the key piece to what you said, and you know Peter will probably agree with me on this is that. Training people on how to properly do it. We get pitched every day. Everywhere I go, we get people who say, listen, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Um, But to do it the right way, the proper way, and be trained on that and then pitch us, that's an awesome thing, man. That's an awesome concept.
0: Dude, and I'll sit on the panel with you. You You know why? Because I can write checks. I just won't. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Only because every time I look at an investment, I think, what could I make more in? Helping you or helping me? Right. And then I'm still in the helping me phase. Of course, yep. dude, I ain't doing $200 million here. Yep. Yep. Some bitch. So let me help you get to a billion, and that'll help me get to $200 million. There Right. Go.
2: There you go. Yep. That's
0: how we look at it here at Lightspeed VT. Absolutely. And then um, now, so the same question now to you.
1: What, the struggles in the beginning? Is yeah. that where we Yeah, did you started?
0: have any struggles? Like, are you from a rich family? No, Does no, your dad
1: no. say, come on home, Pete, and we're going to have an excellent
0: Christmas <laughs> and, this
1: year? No, Mom, well, mom's got you something special. I will say, between, uh, I'd probably say the ages of like zero and 14, 15, like my dad did real well in corporate America. Where were you,
0: where were you living growing up?
1: Uh, North Jersey,
0: North Jersey, yeah,
1: yeah. So, not not a Were you poor running area. from
0: people? Were people running from you?
1: No, no, it was on. Um,
0: well, then you weren't in Jersey.
1: <laughs> people think that misconception so you hey, is you're New either running from
0: somebody or you're running after somebody if, not, you're, if you're from enough a rough neighborhood.
1: Definitely not in Bergen County, that's for sure. No, de- uh, upper middle class, and then uh. I've, I saw firsthand corporate America. What'd your dad do though? He was a VP of HR for Lowe's Theaters when it was Lowe's Theaters. So, and then they got bought out by AMC or Sony and all this nonsense happened. And basically, we either had to relocate, I think, to Canada or something. I was young at the time, so I didn't really know all the details. Or that was it. He got his severance and it was like, see ya. So, you're me from and- Canada? No, no, <laughs> no. we well, it. sounds Canadian. I know it's French. definitely French Canadian somewhere, but we would have had to move there um, or somewhere else. And no, you
0: were fourteen when all this was going on. Fourteen, yeah,
1: yeah. So I saw it firsthand. Like I went from here's PlayStation and stuff for Christmas to like having real conversations and being like, Pete, what do you need? Like my family always did right by me, grandparents, parents, whatever. But you saw it go from like. Awesome action figures from for days plus the coupon clipping. Yeah, here's some you know clothes and twenty bucks, which was still awesome. But like I, I was making that transition from like kid to like real person a little bit earlier than most people. So my dad and me actually got into the insurance industry almost at the exact same time. So my dad went on the um, group benefit plans like we call them work site benefits uh and i went the individual life and health market so it was nice to be able to shoot the shit with somebody one in your family uh but to like be able to run together because like this industry unless you have me adam and ifg you're kind of on an island right which i was from like 20 to 28 probably um so it, it was cool that that happened
0: i wonder if there's any like core reason because like when you're saying that I'm thinking same thing like my dad growing up we had a little bit yep you said clothes in a 20 that 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 that's probably how I'd describe it yep. I always tell people we weren't broke and shit I always make a joke that you know we were so broke my dad couldn't afford Christmas presents well there was one Christmas that was true right. um, and so he just cut a hole in our pocket so we'd have something to play with <laughs> And you know, I said that at a, at, a, at an event, a big event.
1: Are you mad? It pissed people. No, out?
0: no, everyone laughed.
1: Uh, I thought
0: because everyone laughed, but then this one person came up afterwards, and, <laughs> and 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 their lip was quivering, and they were going, and I'm thinking, uh oh, there's a there's a, I got a whack job on my hands. And and they said, thanks for putting that image into my head. And I said, what are you talking about? you said your dad cut a hole in your pocket so you'd have something to play with. Like, no, and, and, and I, and I said, yeah. Yeah. And, and she said, I can't get that out of my head. Thank you. Like all snooty. And I'm like, and my wife was right here and I'm like, honey, I think she wants to tell you something. Yeah. And, so I, and so I, and I started like talking to other people cause I was getting kind of approached at that event. Like it was it was right afterwards. So I'm like, you know, holy moly! Do you you got to be trouble careful. A
2: lot when you speak, like when you like, I don't
0: get in any trouble when <laughs> not, I speak. Not, but you do get like I get in trouble when I don't speak, right? If you, if you hear me quiet, that's when there's trouble. Yeah. yeah, but but no, all, all kidding aside, um, you know, I no, I don't.
1: Cool.
0: I think if 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 the host or the whoever's having me speak says, "Hey, don't cuss," I'd say, oh, "Okay," and I wouldn't cuss. But sure. usually I'll say, can you say anything you want? And they're like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. It's but funny. but like, you know, because I don't think cussing is that big a deal. But when you're in like a big company like yours, you can't run around. You got Bible belts to worry about. You got all kinds of stuff and culture. Yep. Like, you know, sometimes, you know. You go to a, like, go sell cars, dude. And if you don't drink and smoke and freaking tell jokes and say the F-bomb, dude, no one's going to like you. Sure, right. You know, but now you go to another field and it's like, dude, if you do that, no one's going to buy shit from you. Yeah. But, right. you know, <gasps> dude, we don't do that here. We don't say that here. Right. Yeah. It's the Harvard Club. <laughs> But, but you know, there's all kinds all i'm all I'm saying, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. That's not, <laughs> but
1: the fun thing be real <laughs> well, the,
0: dude, I'm telling you, being real and being authentic, I learned at six years old, you know how? because I went around and I lied to everybody in the neighborhood saying my dad was rich because we lived in this little shitty house right in the middle of a bunch of nice houses. you'll never see it in these days, but it was up on this hilltop in this little wooded area, and it's like, boom, nice little these guys owned a chain of grocery stores and then eye doctor was over here and all these people and then we had this little one square shit shit hole now we did build that into a nice house over time but started out as a little shit hole and that was when i was a little kid there so i told everybody my dad owned disneyland you know we're really rich we're just living here because of whatever i just a six-year-old just out and out lying to all his friends why why was a six-year-old lying and saying we're really rich guys we're actually really rich Well, because I was obviously ashamed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, you look back, you're like, well, how dumb was that? But that's when I uh, got taught authenticity because ultimately I faked it and no one liked me for like five years. And then I moved to Eugene, Oregon and said, man, this time I'm telling people – what it is right. you know what it is <laughs> and that's when i started just saying dude i'm just keeping it real like if you don't like me dude maybe you shouldn't be around me yeah the next thing you know you started to attract the people that should be around you because you're being authentic and next thing you know it's like son of a bitch this is lasting you know most people can't find stable shit because they build up then it all crashes why mm-hmm. well because they built it on bullshit mm-hmm. but yeah. anyway what you what'd you find what
1: struggles did you have uh going after it by myself was hard I mean like no offense to all the companies that I work for but um at the end of the day you're uh you're kind of like on your own like nobody with, trained right no no and uh m- most of the tactics and why I got into training insurance agents personally was like. The the way to sell is not write down two hundred and fifty people you know and go bother them and what it was that strat- yeah there it was not and you- in today's day and age no and you-
0: shit now it's the version of that is download your phone book
1: right. Right. Exactly. Send Hit a mass send. tax, yeah. whatever. But there's got to be strategy. It's got to be focused, targeted, whatever word you want to say to pinpoint what somebody needs. Because you can't – in this industry and a lot of others, you can't throw shit at the wall and hope that like people just buy from you. right? You need an approach.
0: I call that strategy, by the way.
1: Yeah, exactly. You need strategy. You need strategy. Yeah. And every little person is different. So if like any of our insurance agents are out there listening and maybe they're broke or on a budget or whatever – you can sell to the people that you know. That's in my playbook. Your first 90 days should be all of your warm market, that and your referrals, right? Yeah. But all of your targeting should be based on what that person needs. It shouldn't be about your commission check or what you want. It's helping it should, others. It should be about, oh, I saw you had a baby. Did you think about your... You know, guaranteed car plan that you just brought up, or your college savings plan, or whatever the case may be. You can't just sell one product to everybody.
0: Is there a product for guaranteed car plan, or you would just use it for that? You would just use it for that. But they should call it that, and you'd sell more. I'll oh, yeah. bet you anything. Yeah, There's because like because that. as soon as you bring up, how would you? You don't want to feel like a loser when your kid needs a car and you can't afford one, right? Because you pissed away all your money, put away sixteen bucks a freaking week, yep. woman. And you know, oh, I would love to get the put my car away. You know, it's the name and it's the attachment that you're selling. It's not just the freaking. It's policy. the concept. It's the
2: same thing. You yeah, it's not like in. well,
0: that's a whole life. We can use it for that if you like. No, that's the that's the vehicle. Right. But call it now. That. Yep. Right. Honestly, that's where that's final expense. They're insurance. looking at each
1: other like, see, I should
0: be charging <laughs> no. a freaking consulting fee. Well, I mean, fee.
2: that's what it is. That's what mortgage protection insurance is. Like he said, final expense. It's it. it the the vehicles, the whole,
0: Hey, I'll never buy final expense. If I, if I die, I want it to be a burden on everyone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying (laughs) when I, when
0: I die, make, make, make sure that you just like, I want everybody at my funeral. And, and babe, if you're listening to this, this is my final (laughs) words. If I don't, if I don't change it, but everybody at my funeral needs to have a shot of like 1942, Mm. but, Mm -hmm. but, but for free, on me. Cause, and then whoever's doing the funeral at the end, I wanted to say, Brad wanted to buy you, so you one last on drink, bitches.
2: Brad, do you know if you want to be buried or cremated? Yeah.
0: <laughs> You know, I don't really care, I think, because I'm dead. Now, if there's any religious things I'll be violating, I'd like to find out my rules fair before enough. I choose. Yeah, but enough. but at the end of the day, I don't know, because, like, what's the deal? Like, if I cremate myself, right. now I don't get nothing to come back in? Right. You know? yeah, right. Or, or yeah. no, you ain't coming back, fool. It's all over when we die. Right. Oh, shit, who cares right. then? Yeah, like, yeah. do what you want. Right. But I don't know,
1: yeah. you know? And you that's know what, a conversation based on the conceptual sale. We talk about creation I
0: know, but ideally, though, Uh, cryogenic Mm. in other words when I die I'm with you on that when I die I want you to freeze me instantly yep Yep. okay and then and then store me cautiously and and carefully (laughs) and tenderly right and then if ever you can reanimate frozen objects from the past revive me
1: I used to joke I'm on the same page back in
0: my party
2: days when I used to do a lot of you got a policy for that
0: Sure. No, that's called whole life. You just use it for that. It's called No. <laughs> no, the what if I die? Dream policy. Listen, I got I got a, I got a website for you. You guys want to do like Shark Tank here. Yeah. Invest in this. You ready? 50,000 you can own fit, 49% of it. Ready? Here we go. It's called here's what you get.com. Okay? I already own the website, by cool. the way. Here's what you get.com. So what you do is, as, as a as a rich person or a poor person, anybody can do it. But you, you go on there and it will ask you questions. You know, what do you own? I own a Harley Davidson and a boat and six houses and $70 million in cash and blah, 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 blah. And it says, all right, who gets the boat? Who da, da, da. And you basically just fill in this blank. And then when you're done, it puts the script up, turns on your camera, and this person says right there, listen. And they read a script based on their property and how to divide it up. Mm-hmm. which is basically a video, Will. Right. Yeah. right. And then they hit store. And then all those names and their emails, if that dude dies, we'll get an email. And it'll be me going, here's what you get, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want no arguing. It's a great idea. Okay? Here's what you get. Here's what you get. Here's what you get. Now shut up and quit suing each other. <laughs> Yo. I like that. Well, dude, I it's like here's that. what you get.com. Right? Yeah. It's a great or, idea. Or Or – a virtual will. Attorneys wheel. are going to be
1: pissed. Yeah, no, going to be pissed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Just like what's his name with LegalZoom, dude. That guy was an attorney and he said, screw it. I'll just show them how to do it themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Make it so, easy. So you guys want to brainstorm. I want to be in that shark tank as a contestant. Absolutely. I want to vie for your 200 million. Absolutely. You know, what do I got? Yep. Dude, we got some ideas? Shit, I'll, I'll come up with three right here, right now. Yeah. How many more you want? How about this? You ready? Yeah. You know how a house gets built, right? And then, you know, you get bugs and shit. What do you do? What do you do? Call, you Call somebody. What do they do?
1: Spray the bugs. Yeah, they
0: come over there and they squirt your baseboards and they bomb yep. your house and do whatever. Why not have the, the tubes built into the walls already, like the misters? And then when you're ready to bomb your house, you just walk over and hook up a thing outside and go... And the whole house inside the walls is where, where they really want that shit anyway. Right. Just goes... Inside the walls, everywhere, because you lined it with misting system tubing. <laughs> you know what a mister I is, do, yeah? yeah, yeah, of yeah. Imagine if that was built inside the walls, and there's a there's a thing outside, and then the truck just goes up and goes, and your whole house is sprayed that fast. Gotcha. So you're just building the. I like that. You're just building That's the infrastructure. That's huge. It is huge. See, I like and then that. you do, and then you just charge them fifty bucks a month. Truck comes by twice a month. Right. <laughs> Those trucks would just be driving by.
2: <laughs> I like idea. it. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. We'll have to talk about it. It's
0: just, well, you got to get to the the, the builders because right. like who's building them houses? Right. Just add some plastic tubes on the two by fours. And could you now you can hear an architect right now going, there? won't work, won't work. Shut up. Figure it out. Yeah. It's anything workable. that does. It's anything's yeah. workable? Yeah. Right. You know, another one, when I was a kid, I used to get my, my power bill and it was way more than I could afford, but no one told me like, shit, I didn't know this was going to be this high. <laughs> Why not along the way would there be a gauge where the power company spits it out on my readout that shows me my power consumption in dollars? They don't do that on purpose, right? Who's they? Like, power dude, com- yeah. I, if I had a product and I sold a college kid, look, I'll convert your freaking wattage to dollars. You know, I'd look at my watch and it'd be like, son of a bitch, dude. Turn the so, lights who, off. Yeah, who the hell's got the <laughs> lights on? We're at 80 bucks, Chuck. <laughs>
1: Shut that shit off. Damn it, Pete.
0: <laughs> you know, one time I left my pool heater on.
1: Oh, forget it. Yeah. For like
0: a month at a hundred degrees, and like my gas bill kept going. Bam! And it's right. like, what the hell, <laughs> dude? The pool was left on. If yeah. I if I'd have had that app, it would have said, "Dude, your gas bill's going up." The bing, the yin yang. I'd be looking around. Oh, the pool's on.
1: It would, have, it would have saved me money. Like that. I wonder if they'd do it.
0: Call that the house beat. Okay. There's another one. How many ideas you want? What kind of investors are you looking for? Are you looking for established companies looking to grow and scale? Are you looking Both. for ideas? What you looking for,
2: Both. Adam? Both, um, and it, it really just kind of depends. Um, obviously, uh, uh, somebody who already has you know, a product in a market um, that makes sense, uh, kind of like the show Shark Tank. Um, but also, people who have an idea that just haven't had anyone to talk to and want to be get in front of you know people who have the ability to fund it. Like you said, there's people who have ideas, there's people who have money. It's hard to find both, right? Dude, I'll
0: tell you what. Here, listen. Let's 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 let the audience decide if you guys would go to something like this here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. If there's anybody out there interested in something like this, you know, venue might change, things might change a little, but just go ahead and hit. Bomb squad at Pete's or Adam's yep. you know, Instagram. yeah yep. or just mine out. slide yep. in the dm Everybody say just just hashtag I'd go to that. Yep. Yep. Hashtag bomb squad. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I'd go to that. Dude, if a thousand people say I'd go to that, let's freaking plan it.
2: One of the other reasons why we're here and things that we're doing is By the way, these-
0: hashtag me so I know what happened. Right. I don't want yeah. these fools all of a sudden I see the event come and go and they didn't even include me. <laughs> Right. All from dropping bombs.
1: Yep, You got the credit, man.
0: Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well that's why ha- hashtag bomb squad. I want to make sure you guys go holy shit, dude. Exactly, bomb... Yeah. What will really happen is probably, you know, Bomb Squad didn't really care about it apparently. Right. Right. No, but I don't I don't think that's the truth. You know why? Because people are listening to this for one reason, dude. Number one is funny. That's what they say anyway. But no, the real reason they're listening to it is because, dude, they like to hear opportunities. This podcast, because of who I talk to and, and how, how I do it, yeah. we're talking about shit that you might have found as a solution. So people are listening. They've all had the same problems. You don't even imagine it, but they do. And like, it just starts dropping bombs on their problems or the opposite, I hear. Like, dude, they're going to hear about you. There's somebody right now going, my, my back freaking hurts. I'd sell some freaking insurance. These guys can train me. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, but you, you started a whole company, RCG now. Yep. Reese Consulting Group, right. which no one knows it's Reese Consulting Group, but RCG is basically a division that's focused on on development of of companies, regardless if it's IFG, right? In the whole industry, right. yeah, like not R- just
2: the insurance industry, yep,
0: yeah. But like RCG is like, okay, guys, we'll we'll, we'll show you what it takes to, to succeed. It yep. yeah. Doesn't matter. It's not if it's not just IFG. You help IFG, but you right. help. Everybody. And it's
1: not just insurance either. We're looking for real estate, estate. yeah, real estate, mortgage, mortgages, mortgage yeah. yep. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I,
0: you you, you go, go invite Albert Preciado to your deal, yes. and, then, and then he goes and invites everybody. Exactly. Yes, He has a large Latin influence.
2: Yep. Well, you're going to hear it here first because this is the first time we've actually talked about it, but we're actually going to have the largest, uh, most value-add conference there is in the country, and I'll put that up against anybody right here in Vegas um, coming up uh, in 2020, so stay tuned. It's going to be mortgages, insurance, real estate.
0: Um, Where would they stay tuned? Where would that? they keep checking back at?
1: iagentconference.com. Yep. Just, so just I, the letter I, agentconference.com.
0: iagentconference.com. Just, just keep plugging it in yep. every yep. time you think, hey, I wonder what happened to that iagent place. And someday it'll be there and it'll be ready to roll. Yep. Exactly. And, and it might have, be
1: we're going to have pre-orders yep. available well, probably right when, now. This right yeah, when this drops. Right when this drops. Yeah, so
2: if you go to iAgentConference.com, you'll see uh, that you can go ahead and you can get signed up, registered. Brad, we'd love to have you at the event and speak. That'd be crazy. Is that something that you would come and do? I
0: can't commit without without my agent in the room. Fair enough, right? Fair <laughs> enough. It's worth a shot. Well, no, no. You know I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do yeah. it for sure. Yeah? that oh, awesome. absolutely. That'd be there. I mean, there. Well, dude, incredible. if they're insurance agents and they want to learn how to explode – I can add to your curriculum. I bet you anything I can talk about something for half hour, hour that they'll put in their frickin' tool bag Mm -hmm. that you never would have said had I not been there. Exactly. Right. Yep. And I'll say it in a way that you guaranteed wouldn't have said it that way. Mm -hmm.
2: People ask us all the time, how do we train our agents? All 6,000 of them? It's through your company. No, no. I'm
0: talking about me showing up and being a smart ass. Well, yeah, because you, we you, no, yeah, you guys welcome that you guys yes, are in a, yeah. you guys are in a highly regulated, uh, uh, you know, industry, aren't you? Yeah. You guys yeah. have to be all conservative and shit. Well,
2: oh, uh, I wouldn't go that. I wouldn't say conservative. We have to obviously be compliant. Very, very compliant. Yeah. But when
0: I'm done, the whole audience, 5000 people be sitting there going, who who paid this dude to talk to us? Because <laughs> I'm gonna come out and basically say, if you guys aren't doing this, this and this, you're dumb. Yeah. That's all I do. No, I just tell them to brush their teeth and make fun of them. We're still keeping it real. (laughs) I just show up and be like, "Dude, brush your teeth." Everyone's like,
1: "Hey, that's important."
0: Who who had him come talk to us? Yep. You know, when I said that, it's funny too, because I don't know if you're familiar, but I said that at 10X. But what's funny is like, then the dude, the Admiral comes out with make your bed and everyone goes hog shit crazy. It's like, dude, isn't that the same it's thing? The
2: same concept. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like what happened? Like why well, all of a sudden was his fancy? Cause Oh, he had the Admiral suit on and he yeah. said it all professionally. See, if I just cleaned up my message, damn dude, I'd be like, I
1: tell you what, if an insurance agent comes into your house and one didn't make their bed and one didn't brush their teeth, you're only going to know about one. Yeah right which one the one <laughs> you didn't judge. you don't know what they yeah, right without,
0: without <laughs> that's right you ain't lying i like that hey so folks pay attention if you guys want to find these guys go to iagentconference.com look them up on instagram peter j thorn yay you can imagine mm-hmm. um and adam reese but no e that's right r-e-e-s on instagram and then of course share this out with your friends and family we just talked about how if you're broke struggling or or doing backbreaking work and want an opportunity get a hold of these fools That's right. you want to come to the conference get a hold of these fools you're a successful agent want to be more successful get a hold of these fools come to the conference that conference is going to be 10 times more fun do you know how i know because I got you to raise the budget 10 times what it was. You did. You Folks, you did. and yeah, it's absolutely. in Vegas. So if it's I were Vegas. you guys, I'd be looking up that conference for sure because it's going to be a hum dinger. Yep. It'll so, be like
2: no other conference. I promise you that. Yeah,
0: indeed. Well, guys, I appreciate you guys coming out. Appreciate you. Share this out. And as always, keep it real. This is Dropping Bombs with the real Bradley. Subscribe at DroppingBombs.com.